This episode was brought to you by 825 Design. 825 Design is top 10, 110, screen print, and t-shirt design. Go see CJ 825 Design for all your needs. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Talk That Talk. I am your host, JD. Your host, Eric. And your host, Mike. Well, what's up, fellas? How y'all doing today, man? I feel like it's been a long week since we last recorded. Oh, man, it's a... It feels like a long ass week, but man, it it's only been just a few short days. But how y'all doing, man? How's everything going? Good, man. Like I said, it just feels long. It does feel long. I don't know why, but it does feel long. I feel like I ain't talked to y'all in months, but it's only been a week. <laughs> I know, man. Maybe it was just a long weekend. Maybe it was just a long weekend. Uh, I think I think that's what it was. Maybe uh, just a a tough been... long weekend. It was a tough, tough weekend. Yeah, that's probably it for sure. <laughs> I've been fighting for these coins every single day. Shit ain't been cute around here. Yeah. Uh, it's been a fight. It's been, been war literally since last Friday. Oh, yeah. Friday, Saturday got me uh, in shambles. Oh, man. Probably the, the worst weekend I've ever had. <laughs> had me down bad. The, I'll tell you what. The max bet, he'll pay you good. The max bet will kill you. Yep. And uh, <laughs> USC and TCU, the boys killed us. Hey man, you're gonna live. Uh, you're gonna live and die by the max, literally. Yep. 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 How's so? How's 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 things going with with everything, man? How y'all doing, man? For real. Just uh, just working, man. That's it. Just uh, you know, it's cold right now, so we we're real busy at work. Other than that, that's all I do: work and you know, focus on other things. But how have you been, Mike? Good man, good. Like I said, just working, working and being being a family man over here, man. Being a dad, being a husband. That's living, it. Living the living the good life, man. There's nothing. Just blessed. Just blessed, man. Oh yeah, I do, huh? For sure. Oh that's yeah. All there is that's all we can do. <laughs> oh yeah. Work, be come home, be be husband and, and dad. That's it. Yep. That's it. But I wouldn't change it for the world, man. It's oh no, never. Never. Reason for my life. So that's how tough. you been, Miss Me? How's everything going for you, bro? I ain't got a lot, man. I'm grinding. Finals. It's finals week. So okay. that's why I've been I've been low key. I've been in the library every damn day. So my last two finals on Monday for the semester. So I'm excited and get to relax for a little bit until finally, next semester. Finally get to unwind, man. You, you oh, deserve yeah. that, man. You need to unwind and chill out for a little bit. Yeah, little bit chill man. out. Not worry about anything. I do not miss those days at oh, all. Bro, that finals. Oh. Oof. I, I, turn, I had to turn in the 10 page uh, research paper on Tuesday. I ain't gonna lie, I was the most stressful. Like, I've been stressing ever since I got my grade back yesterday. And oh. I got an 85. And I was like, cool. I'm, I'm cool with that. Fuck it. Nice. <laughs> I'm cool with that, bro. I don't give a damn. I was just For trying real. to turn it and get it over with, to be honest. Hey, man. man, I'm just. That's very nice to get through next week. And... Yeah. Yeah, hey, next week. Hey, one, one more semester. Let's get it. One more semester. I used to, I used to live by C's, get degrees, man. <laughs> I wish. Uh, shit, I can't even get a C. I'm gonna fell out of grad what... school. <laughs> That's my motto. Yeah, man, just one more week and I get a few days off for uh for the holidays. So I'm really looking forward to finally just time to unwind and hang out with the family and quit quit thinking about work, man. I feel like just with how busy work's been, that's just all I've been doing is working and thinking about work. Get up, go to work, go to sleep, thinking about like, man, I'm just ready to just chill out for a little bit. It's uh chilling out on Saturday. We have a little little kickback at the new crib. Oh, yeah, the the oh. official one year uh the first year uh, uh litmus litmus the litmus party <laughs> the litmus party here. A here litmus party. 
So if you're listening and you're a true Talk That Talk uh, follower, hit me up. Uh, yeah. Litmus party. Hit up Biggie. Let's 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 see what. See what. Right. See how it goes. Been a minute. Throw out some brisket. No, drink a drink a a lot of cold ones, and we're gonna have a great time. I hope the funnel makes an appearance. Oh, the it, it's already it's already out in the hung <laughs> up, ready to go. It's ready to go. I can't wait. I need it. Gotta <laughs> gotta get that dust off that that funnel, man. I know it's just been chilling there. Oh yeah, it's 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 ready to get broken back into for sure. Yeah, yeah, like it never left. Like it never left. Like it never left. The that thing, thing is, is can y'all still funnel? That's the real question. And y'all, do y'all still got it in the other funnel? Hey man, it's like riding a bike. It's like riding a bike. It just comes back naturally. It's like riding a bike. I I'm like that. riding a bike. I'm a dog out here. There you go. Yeah. Like riding a bike. Hey man, if you get if you get under that funnel, you ain't got a choice. There's no going back. You're like, nah, I ain't no going back. I ain't no going back. You're either, you're not going back or you're getting embarrassed. Either oh, way. Yeah. Not going back, you're gonna get blasted. <laughs> gonna get blasted in the GM. Blasted. Yeah. But man, yeah, I can't wait. It's gonna be a fun time. Hopefully, everybody gonna be missing hey, missing Sean though. It's really, yeah, yeah, trying with this stuff, but I've been really looking, looking forward to it, man. I've been thinking about it all week. I'm excited for it. Yeah, for sure. It's gonna be a blast. Hopefully, we got the coins to you know party with. We gotta gotta get some coins by Saturday, so. That's the, that's the big by tomorrow, it's Friday, success, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> but man, let's get into some uh, some MLB talk. All of these contracts and signings going crazy, man. I know the first one that popped off was the Rangers agreed to terms with Jacob Degrom on a five-year, hundred and eighty-five million dollar deal. Biggie, sincere Ranger fan, man. How you feel about this, man? Start off nice, Ranger fan. I know you're excited. Start off nice, Ranger fan. I am freaking ecstatic, my boys. Like, when the signing happened, I got the noti and I immediately just jaw dropped. I couldn't believe that the Texas Rangers, you know, they've made, you know, the last two years they've been making moves. They've been on a rebuild for for years and years to come. And they finally, they're, they're, they're peaking, man. You know, last year they, they battled in a lot of games. They lost a lot of close ones. Mm-hmm. But they lost because the pitching wasn't there. Um, they didn't have that one ace, you know. To, well, they did have, you know, Martin, but you know, with Jacob Degrom, man, it's so best here. pitcher in the league. Come on, oh yeah, bet now best pitcher in the division. So yeah, it is going to be a uh, you know with Verlander leaving to the Mets, it's going to be a a damn dogfight uh, for this AL AL West, and um, I'm I'm very excited to see. See how it unfolds. Um, I think the Rangers are in it to win it this year. In it to co- not in it to win it, but they are competing. Um, the Rangers will be fighting for a for either the division or the wild card for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's an exciting time over there in Dallas, man. I'm just glad I I'm glad that they're actually becoming a good team, so I can actually go down there and enjoy some games. Because I think they're just a young team that's coming up that are going to be on the rise now. Especially with yeah. with Degrom, I just want to say thank you to them for getting Degrom out our division <laughs> away from uh, New York. I'm not worried about Justin. I'm not worried about him. Oh I'll, man, Degrom. He old, he old now. I'm not worried about him. He's he's about a year or two out of retirement. But Degrom, he's like I said, one of the best pitchers. Tough tough pickup for the Rangers. Tough pickup. I was surprised by it. I heard a little rumor about it at first, but once it actually went through, I said, "All right, Rangers, oh, make yeah. a little noise." Make For a little sure. noise. If they got a good team, you see who they signed, but what, last oh, yeah. year? Seager and Simeon. Uh, yeah. And then I know we've been seeing. We got Adolis. Josh Young. 
Adolis coming out there. up in there. He's yeah, Josh be on the Carver. Open. Like that should be the starting third baseman. Roster. He should be the starting third baseman next year for sure. I think he should yeah. be on the opening day roster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think no, so. Oh, Josh Young, yeah, for sure. He's. I think he has. The to Rangers be. are like I said. The Rangers are are here. They they're not no. There's not no scrubs no more. The Rangers are here to compete for this division. And one thing I'm excited for is I'm ready to go catch a Otani versus DeGrom game. Mm-hmm. That is going to be a showdown for sure. Yeah, that's lit. Going to see, going to Dallas to see Jacob DeGrom pitch. That's just wild. Like, versus the, the other best, best pitcher in the best league. Ever. Like, like one of the best ever. That'd be, yeah, Otani too. But like you said, the Corey Seager, Marcus Simeon, Josh Jung, Adolis. I mean, you hit around the money, Biggie. They they competed a lot last year, but they just couldn't pull pull them out. I mean, we went to go see them uh, oh, yeah. against the Angels, and we yeah. saw Tani just hit a bomb. But that their pitching, it was all right. But now, like you said, they got the ace, and that's gonna change this this whole. It was the, either out. the Rangers last year. It was either the Rangers would blow a team out, or the Rangers were getting blown out. And um, and I I rode the Rangers so so much last year. Y'all know me. I mean, all season. Them diamond players are coming out, and it had Texas Rangers beside it. Mm-hmm. And it, I'm I'm very excited for this team. I'm very excited to go watch some baseball in Dallas for sure. Yeah, yeah. I think they needed a move like this to stay competitive in this division because you got the the World Series champs, Astros. Of they need course. It. Then you got the Mariners making making a run a little bit last that's year. That's like a that's a very young team you too. Can't man. forget about exactly. them over very there. And I'm mean, I'm not gonna you know you still got the Angels with Mike Trout and Otani over there. They can you know. They can do a little thing over there in A's, the athletics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they, <laughs> they, 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 they got some times, but I mean, they're on the rebuild. They're on the rebuild. You got you to stay for 10 years. <laughs> you got to stay competitive in this division, especially. And I think that's what the Rangers are doing. They're on the right track to it. Just make some noise. Make some noise over there in Dallas. Mm-hmm. For sure. Fine. We need to get a playoff game in that new stadium for sure. Oh, yeah. Got to catch a game for sure this next year. Um, <clears throat> Games. But, Games, there. Games, uh, and All Star Weekend the following year. So, <laughs> gotta do oh, that's that. A, that's a must. So so that's lit. a must. No, oh, that's a must. We ain't got a choice but to be there. Hey, man. So lit. But uh, let's get on with these other deals, man. Phillies agreed to terms with shortstop Trey Turner on eleven year, three hundred million dollar deal. I mean, Mike surprised that Trey left the Dodgers to go to the Phillies. I mean, I know this is your division over here too. Hey man, everybody just wants to complain our division, man. It is what it is. I, I, I don't understand it, man. I guess this is the only division that people want to go, want to go into. But uh, tough, tough move. I'm, I mean, young, young man got paid like, like he should. He hooped last year for the Dodgers, surprisingly, and he's just one of those young, fast talents. And as shortstop, one of the, one of the main best ones in the league for sure. Uh, especially going to this Phillies team, who's actually starting to become a stacked team, especially. Yeah coming off the year that they had last year so this division just got a whole lot tougher philly just got a whole lot tougher looking like probably another you know nl favorite for sure this year is what they're looking like uh locking them up for 11 years reuniting him with bryce harper like they used to back in washington yep you know so tough team tough deal uh kind of shocked by it yeah i mean it seems like if you play shortstop for the damn uh Dodgers, you're gonna get a fucking three hundred million dollar deal somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. figured it'd be it'd be with the Dodgers. <laughs> yeah, no I mean, yeah. I but how the Dodgers, the, how the Dodgers be paying everybody? Yeah, no kidding. Um, man, it it's crazy that just off off the back, you know, you had two teams in your division just make moves. Mm-hmm. Um, hey Braves, let's make hey. a move. <laughs> 
We we got you. I mean, we hey, still y'all did a big move by getting rid of old Kinley Jensen. Hey, I want to say thank you to your team for getting rid of him for us. Because <laughs> see ya, it's been real. Oh yeah, man, it could have been fun. Red Sox are looking like a poverty season again. Man. Oh yeah. First we have X leave, then we sign especially a, a great closer in Ken, uh, Jensen. Not yeah. looking good for us. No, that was questionable, bro, because he hasn't been good for a lot of like a couple years. He hasn't been yeah. good, to be honest. Bro, I don't see how he's still in the league, honestly. I, yeah, I mean, I really don't see how like people are paying him over like millions to to sell games. I mean, the, the man that cannot close a game for shit. You know, when he's up there, it's like hold your breath and look away. Oh, yeah. You know how many times I had to do with that last year? <laughs> Turn the TV off and come back no. in 20 minutes. No bet was safe with the Braves last year, especially when he came in at the end. Mm-hmm. But yes. you, 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 you just brought it up. That's another huge deal that happened. X, X, gonna give it to you. Yeah, eleven sure he, year, two hundred million dollars. He gave it to the Red Sox on this one. Yep. How do you feel about it, B? How do you, how do you feel, man? Honestly, Mike, as long as we keep Rafi, one had to go. There's no way we were gonna keep both superstars. But if we leave both, if we lose both. And that's a big question to, you know, upper management and, you know, you know, the clubhouse is like, you know, what are we trying to do here? Are we trying to win games or are we trying to, are we on a rebuild? Because, you know, are, are we still have a great roster? You know, you got Dougie, you got Verdugo, um, J.D. Martinez expected to maybe sign back or leave. Um, and then, you, you know, X just left and it's just, you know, it's starting to crumble down a little bit to where, you know, we have to keep the players we have. Um, we just signed that uh that uh, superstar from the Japanese baseball. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he looks like a dog. I know I can't speak much on him because I haven't watched him play. Honestly, I'm not gonna sit here and tell you all that. You no, know, and and then you can't because that league yeah. is different from MLB. So it's a whole different, you know. Yeah. To give him to give him, you know, we were 90 million short of what the what the Dodgers. Um, I mean, with the with the, the X contract, Padres. And, um, yeah, the Padres and. You know, we gave that ninety million to this to this other guy. You know, um, a guy that has not played in the MLB, has played in the Japanese league for for his whole career, and it's just it's kind of questionable to like you know, we have a guaranteed, you know, guaranteed hitter, guaranteed damn good uh, shortstop, and you send him away for you know someone that you don't even know if he's gonna be MLB. Exactly, that's that's, MLB. A, that's a big risk, big big risk. And that's why he left. You know, y'all would leave too. Ninety million off? Come on, I'm no, gone. I'm chasing the bag. I mean, especially I, going to, to to San Diego. I mean, she they're loaded down to, there. Especially going to San Diego, they're loaded down there. Mm-hmm. I mean, first you had Tatis, and then you had this dude. What? What do you? <laughs> what's the deal? What's the deal with that right there? Yeah. Uh, who Who goes to second? I think honestly, I think uh, Fernando goes to the outfield. I think Ooh. so. Yeah, honestly, I can see X going to second. No, nah, um, no way. You're not gonna sign this shortstop and get move him like a position. You're not gonna give him that yeah. contract for him not to play shortstop. Also with I Tatis, think- also with Tatis, like with all this off field shit, you know they're kind of covering their ass too with with assigning X. Like you don't know if he's gonna be out again this year or if he has some off field, you know, distractions again. Yeah, you know, no one knows that with Tatis. I mean, we didn't I mean, play last year. He's young. I don't. I don't. I think you know. He he learned his lesson. His eyes woke. You know, twenty year old and however old he is. You know, superstar in the league. It happened. He he messed up. You know, he's, he he wants to move on. He's only suspended for like fifteen games at the beginning of the next season. Yeah. So I mean, you know, 
come out. I mean, I think this Padres team is going to be good. I think I do think he's going to be an alpha, though. I don't think he's going to play infield no more, to be honest. I forgot about how loaded the Padres are now. Oh, yeah. Yo, Zand, like that left side of the infield, Xander, uh, oh, Fernando. Yeah, Xander Manny. Come on, that left side of the whole field. It's crazy how baseball is turning into, like, yeah, you could build a super team, but there's other, like, you could build multiple super teams with how many good baseball players there are right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There are so many damn good superstars that I you know everyone's the Padres are the Padres are gonna be nice. You got like you just said, you got that left side of the field. Mm-hmm. You also got that right side, especially if you want to I say move Tatis to, to second. Mm-hmm. You move him to second, you got Hosmer at first, and who else you got right back in right field? Mm-hmm. Soto. Exactly. Juan Soto. Juan Soto. Would you say the Padres are the best team in the MLB going into the next year? Uh, I don't. It's too early. It's too early. He's still there's I mean, still a lot more moves to be made. Also, a lot I mean, more moves. Lot but of, as of right now, like that team is so loaded. They're so loaded. So loaded. Yeah. But can they? Can they actually pull it off? I mean, you can have so much talent, but once it gets down to it, can you actually put it together? Pull yeah, it all I, together. I, I know how that feels. So, I mean. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah, 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 line right there. Uh, talking about the Yankees, JD. Let's hear some uh, Aaron Judge. How you feeling about it? Oh man, I'm lit, man. I'm lit. Nine year, three hundred and sixty million dollar deal. I mean, shit. That's that's a bad. You know, forty million a year. The dude is making one hundred and ten thousand dollars a day. A day. A day, bro. Hey, Aaron. I need. I just need a day paycheck. That's it. That's it, man. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> Show some love. No, man, but uh, I'm lit. You know, I, I was. I'm not gonna lie. I was scared. I thought he was. He was gonna sign with the with the Giants. I mean, they they did have a higher offer than the Padres offered him too, four hundred million dollar deal. But uh, you know, he's he wanted to be a Yankee, and he's he stated that, and he's represented that. But you know, uh, he took less money because he wanted to be a Yankee. Now he's looking at becoming the next uh, Yankee captain. Uh, following uh, Jeter's footsteps, so I mean, you know, he he's a little old, thirty thirty year thirty year old, uh, getting this contract, you know. Uh, but I mean, it doesn't mean anything if we don't fucking win a World Series, to be honest. You know, we got three guys with three hundred dollar uh contracts or three hundred million dollar contracts, and you know, we're not winning the World Series. So I mean, yeah, that's, it's tough. That's right there. It's tough. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. Payroll right there. Rizzo's staying, right? Yeah, Rizzo, Rizzo's there, but you know we still got a lot of holes to fill, um, pitching and outfield, and you know we we just we we gotta make some moves because, you know, with with this signing, like I said, no World Series doesn't mean shit to me. Yeah, yeah. tired, yeah. tired of it, tired of it. <laughs> all it means shit is to Aaron Judge and his bank account. Exactly, yeah. that's all and, and that ain't benefiting you at all. We need you Man. need that ring. Yeah. Don't make a thing without a ring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't know. I think it comes I think it just comes down to you got your main pieces. Mm-hmm. You're gonna get those. You're gonna get your main pieces. It's really what you do around them. That's what gets you that ring. You gotta build off that and give them a little help because they're not gonna be you know, slumps happen, injuries could happen. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a long MLB season. We all we know this. 162 games. That's a long season. Not even including the postseason. So you got to build something around them. I think that's where it starts, especially with pitching. Y'all got the pitching, mm-hmm. but sometimes it's inc- it's just inconsistent. Very. Y'all, you know? went, y'all went through those dog days of summer and you know couldn't yeah. get a win. Um, I, you know it's it's not about how you start, it's how you finish. And yeah, well, y'all did have that long stretch. Yeah, 
I mean, yeah, we, we started off very dude. hot, and then after the All-Star break, we fucking suck. So, I mean, I don't know. Like you said, it's not how you start, it's how you finish. But, I mean, at the end there, we kind of got rolling. It just wasn't enough. I just hate yeah, the Astros. Yeah. I hate them so much. I think y'all peaked, <laughs> y'all peaked, uh, y'all peaked a little too early. That's what oh, it was. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all peaked a little too early. Uh, yeah, but... well, I mean, can I ask y'all? I mean, y'all, y'all, y'all think he deserves this big contract at 30 years oh. old? No doubt. No like, doubt. That is the most explosive hitter in baseball. Um, he is the the heart and soul of that Yankees team. Mm-hmm. Um, not just a hitter, but I mean the dude got a fucking hose on him. I mean, he yeah. is a tank out there and uh in right field and that I mean he's a dog. Um Aaron Judge for sure deserves this money, and I think he deserves more. Uh should have been in yeah. the force. But like you said, he he took a pay cut to be with the Yankees. Wanted to be in the pinstripes, and mm-hmm. he knows yeah. he wouldn't stay to not win a ring. He knows that the Yankees have the potential to get this shit done. Yeah, yeah. And um, it's really up to you know upper, you know, to to get some. It's all comes down to your bullpen. You know, you you can't just have your. You got it. if Garrett Cole's your ace. Well, fuck Garrett Cole better be winning those games. And last year he was, you know, he was he was losing. And get way inconsistent. Yeah. So. yeah. I mean, I, I think he, he did deserve it. Uh, I think last year they offered him. He said, nah, I'm a, we'll talk about this after next season. That's the, the way I think we've said it before. That's the definition of betting on yourself. Mm-hmm. What happened? MVP. Damn sure got that his contract way up higher than, mm-hmm. than what it would have been last year. It was like 214 mil, I think. I mean, look at bet on bet on yourself and look what happened. I think he's I think he knows he's the face of the franchise right now. Yeah, he's he's the face of that franchise. Mm-hmm. Why why would you want to leave that? You know, you built you built what was going on right now. You've been in the the start of it, the middle of it. Why wouldn't you want to try to finish it off with a ring? Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. uh, does this is it eleven years? You know, worth for him being thirty? Uh, I mean. Can he continue this this whole time? Can he say stay consistent like exactly. he did? That's, that's that's a lot. I mean, in the end, in the end, as long as they get a ring by year four, year six, that is what they're paying him. They wanted him to be a Yankee for these next at least. Yeah, five these years. next. Yeah, exactly. You're right. Yeah. Uh-huh. If they can get it yeah. done within these next years, then because I mean, it, it paid itself off. He's hitting his prime. You know, his prime right now is just it's going right now. They're. And that's what they're doing. They're all in on him and being in his prime. Yeah. Yankees yeah. will pay that contract in a few games. A few games of beer sales. And, <laughs> even, uh, and then, I know them tickets are expensive. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, yeah. And even if he goes his whole 11 years and only gets one ring, I think this deal makes – I think it makes it worth it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we need one – we need one – at least – I want to say two, bro. Two. I mean, we're not going to have this core. I mean, like – uh we're not going to have this court for, for that long, you know? So we need to make take advantage of it. But, I mean, like we were talking about all these good teams coming up. There's a lot more super teams around the league. It's going to be hard. So, yeah, right. I mean, I'll take one. I want to see one. I saw one in 09, but I was like fucking – well, I don't even know how old I was. <laughs> <laughs> shit, that was a long time ago, damn. <laughs> hey, hey, man, it's the best feeling. Um, I could tell you. I could tell you. It's a oh, yeah. damn good feeling when you're teaming. I don't – I'm still living, living higher off of it, man. And it's just because, I mean, like back then you said 2009, like you, we were little, we were kids, yeah, you know, okay. we weren't, 
we weren't really into it like we are now. Like now, it means it means a whole lot more. Yeah, it was like we're like seventh grade. It means <laughs> yeah. a whole lot more. Yeah, my son got named Boston after my World Series. Like that's how serious that shit was to me. Like I looked at my wife. I said, "I swear, if we win the World Series, our where's the name of our our son Boston? They win the series. Son's name is Boston. It's been awesome." <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I hope. I hope. Hopefully. Hopefully. Time. <laughs> Man, this is probably there's probably gonna be some more crazy deals here here to come. But oh yeah. Um, but for sure. I mean, without baseball being played, hey, it's been a hell of a, a, a off season already. Mm-hmm. I mean, we still got some big names, Carlos Correa. I mean, who knows? So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's still a lot of names out there that mm-hmm. we're just getting started. There's a lot of deals, a lot of moves being made. I know this ain't the end of our teams making moves, but we haven't even made a move yet. Yeah. So uh, y'all don't need to, goddamn it! What else do y'all need? Y'all got y'all's fucking whole lineup for twelve years. Hey man, uh, <laughs> we're dealing with the little shortstop. Oh uh, uh, yeah, I forgot. I forgot Dansby. Right now. Dansby, forgot Dansby. Dansby might be gone. Hey, he might be going to L.A. Trey's. That's Trey's what I'm off thinking the too. Might be going to L.A., bro. He might hey, be coming to Boston. I mean, y'all need it. We need it. Hey man, Trey is gone. X is gone. If Dansby's not back, we got to make a push for Correa. Man, Correa and Brady for him. I know the Do- I know the Dodgers ain't pushing for Correa. I saw some reports that uh, the is fan Houston doesn't... trying to. Are they in this fight for him? No, Jeremy Pena. That that's his spot. Oh, oh that that he got that he got that bagged up over there. Yeah, that's, that's his spot. spot. That's <laughs> his spot. Up. Yeah. yeah. So it's backed up over there. Yeah, that's it. All right, to the Braves. Oof, possibility right there. And who would who would you rather have? Out of who? Dansby and Correa. Oh man, Dansby, my boy, bro. Y'all know that. Okay, but production wise, production wise, Mike, come on. I still think Dansby. I just, I still think Dansby's just man. His glove's nice, bro. I was gonna say glove wise, Dansby, but on the stick, I gotta go with Correa for sure. You can go Correa, yeah, but Dansby. When Dansby gets his hot, he's hot. Yeah. And I mean that it happens every year that he plays. He's cold that for that stretch, and then he just gets hot all of a sudden and stays hot. To I me, mean, to me, I feel like you want to keep those guys that were on that championship team, like you know the good ones. You know, you lost Freddie. Hey, if you could keep Dansby on this roster, a vet, you know, a leader, you know, an Atlanta loved. I mean, he's loved by. I mean, Atlanta. he's it's home. It's he's it's his home. You know his hometown home state like that's that's where he's he was born he grew up and you know around this area in georgia went to vandy around this area mm-hmm. and stayed in atlanta i mean he's homebred man homebred this is where he wanted to be since he was little yep and i mean who wouldn't want to stay there especially after winning that ring that stays forever with you mm-hmm. you know that ring I almost if we would add a son i would name him dansby dansby <laughs> yeah, that's a tough ass name i ain't gonna lie yeah so but yeah, so hopefully we hopefully we can get him back. If not, we got to make a move at shortstop or something. But hopefully, I I trust AA. I trust our our front office to to get this done and keep us in contention for sure. I'm trying to be a part of y'all's front office, bro. To be honest, hey. <laughs> that's just, yeah, come on. I ain't lie, what that, that y'all's GM? He, that's like I don't know how the hell he's done hey. all these deals and kept keeping y'all's core together. It's just like keeping this core together for it, so bro. cheap is what's crazy, it, bro. Like, shit. Dude. You, you still got you got you still got Austin. You still got Austin Austin over there. Oh, bro, we got everybody locked up for for a while. Never, mm-hmm. you got the whole lineup. That's the whole lineup's there for eight to twelve years. Yeah, bro. so I love it. I don't know what he's doing, but this dude's a wizard. Dang. I'm 
I'm, I'm, I'm glad we got him. I'm trying to be the next one, man. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> as long as you, if you're making deals like that, hell yeah, you're gonna be good. <laughs> that, that's lit. Like, I don't know. That's that's just so wild to me when I see that, to be honest. But, you know, more deals come. We'll see. We'll see what we'll happens. See. We'll see what happens. So, I guess we'll move on to UFC, man. Light, uh, UFC 282, light heavyweight championship belt is on the line. Excuse me if I don't know. I can't, I don't, can't say these damn names right. Y'all can help me out. Uh, Jan, Jan Blakowicz. Yeah, Blakowicz and, and Muhammad Ankalev. Ankalev. Goddamn Russian. Goddamn Russians. Goddamn. These names, man. <laughs> and that Patty the Batty versus no, so Jared Gordon. This, this light light heavyweight championship bout. I mean, John, uh, John Blakowicz was a former uh, lightweight championship. I mean, he's 40 now. And then he got uh, whatever is Makalev. He's on a nine fight win streak. I mean, Mike, who do you see winning this this game? I'm Khalil, I'm sorry. Nine nine fight one street. Who do you see I winning mean, this one here? It's tough because I mean they're both dogs and this light heavyweight division is no joke, especially with these two. Yeah. We've seen this guy, we've seen, you know, Blanc, which way he's done. And but Uncle Liv, he's just a he's just hot, he's just different, man. He's I think I've pretty I remember seeing a couple of his fights and this dude just hits hard. Dude, he's what, Russian? He's 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 one of those Russian that just hits hard. Mm-hmm. Hits hard and just fights. He's just a natural fighter, mm-hmm. and he's on a nine-fight win streak for a reason. He's in line for the belt, and I, I, I don't, I think he wins. I think he pulls it off. He's a heavy favorite, and I can see why. Blockwitz, he's, you know, like you said, the age is getting on him. He's, he's old. I think he had his time as a champ. Yeah. I think it's just one of those times where you had your role, you know, you're a little part of history, but now it's time for somebody else. Yeah. And this is that, this is that somebody else. Mm-hmm. Yep. I totally yep. agree. You hit that right on the money, Mike. Uh, couldn't say anything better about about this fight. I mean, I think I think I think Jan's runs coming to an end. I think he's ran into the wrong one here, and uh, yeah. he just got a heavy advantage on him. You know, he's he's quicker, he's faster, he's stronger, and he's younger. Mm-hmm. Well, man, all these young young. I mean, we're uh, turning the page on all these UFC fighters. All the young ones are coming up. You know all the ones we've we've seen growing up. They're they're slowly just yeah. fading out of the game. Yeah, it's it's um, it's it's a new age. Of, it's a new age of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And speaking of the new one, we got the coming event: Patty the Batty Pimlet. I know me and Mike's. That's me and Mike's dog right there. Going yeah, Jared Gordon. Uh, he's like 26, 27 years old. Another young cat coming into the lightweight uh, division. Biggie, what do you, I mean? I know you don't like Patty, but what do you see coming into this fight? Man, um, one thing one thing in fighting is confidence. Hey, and Patty, confidence is out the roof. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy got the striking. The guy got you know the ground game. You know his last two fights, both one in submission. Um, so you know he's an all around fighter, very skilled. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's gonna definitely bring it. The dude is confident in himself. He carries himself, um, carries himself with with pride, and I. You know, I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of him, but I I do think he pulls out this win, uh, on Saturday for sure. Yeah, yeah, like we've been we've been on them all, mm-hmm. uh, every fight. Miss me, Patty's a baddie. This, yeah. He lives up to his name. I think he's he's a he's a Conor McGregor, honestly. The way he's came into the fight game, he had his home country behind him, just like Conor did. Mm-hmm. And you know, he's just he he can talk. He can you know he's just we've seen it. We've seen how he is. He's just like another Conor McGregor, just making noise, making making waves in this in this UFC game, making a name for himself. That's what he's doing. Uh, I think he, you know, he's on five five win streak. Yeah, he's, five five he can win get, streak. 
Yeah, he can get it done on the ground. He can throw hands. He has a chin. He, you know, he he can do it. He he's 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 ready for anything, and he's making his way up these rankings. And I think this is another stepping stone. This guy, on the other hand, I mean, Gordon, he's he's not bad. He's I think one about four out of his last five fights, so it's not no, you know, no gimme fight. Yeah. But uh, Patty Patty just has his name that he just got to keep rolling, kind of like how Connor did. I see the same thing. Same thing. See a young Connor in him. Yeah. And he he actually was fight Connor. So I mean <laughs> Yeah, I mean <laughs> give him a little bit, that, that fight is gonna make that's gonna make some money. Oh yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Sure. But, I mean here I'm going patty a TKO or submission for I mean, honestly. Oh yeah, that if you're gonna bet this fight, that's the only way to go. Patty right. uh TKO submission for sure. Right. But my only my only issue with Patty is the whole weight cut situation that he'd be doing. The the way the, the the amount of weight that he puts on after each fight. And for him to make this weight cut every time, that's got to take a toll on you somehow. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's that's just not easy either. Like no. Nah. Like know. I don't know. Like I don't. I don't see how you make a, like you last a whole UFC career doing this, I just mean, like that. I don't think it's healthy. I don't maybe, think it's. I think he's gonna have to move up. I mean, I don't. I don't. I would not want to move up if I was him. But yeah. that's tough. That is. You're right. It's not healthy at all. Um, yeah. It's, I, don't know. I mean that's that's just you know it's a it's a tough sport you know it's, it's a, well, these are warriors these are guys that sacrifice their bodies day in day out to make these to make these weight cuts and but like you said i mean this guy he, the amount of weight he puts on after after weigh-ins is just nuts what do you, what do you think they eat in after weigh-in oh they hydrate oh. nah no nah, they I think they get him a nice, expensive little steak dinner. Nice, you know, maybe a little some pasta, steak, all types of stuff that just oh, yeah. that they just been wanting. If they're cutting the day of, they're definitely gonna hydrate and they're definitely eating a fat ass steak. Oh yeah, they they all that they gotta get that protein for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's all it is. That's all they're gonna be eating is protein yeah. and them carbs. Cause I be seeing like like their their weight from the weigh into like the next day they be gaining like at least what yeah like five pounds and shit five ten pounds like sometimes you know wild, shit five oh, ten no. fifteen damn pounds yeah yeah over in one night one night yep one night damn that's why I'm gonna save if I'm gonna save for uh, the next uh, the night after man I'm gonna celebrate I'm gonna eat, I'm gonna eat good after all oh, man, every time every after the fight you know we seen our our boy Jonathan I got him on snap I don't, I don't know if y'all do but. He out there eating them fucking steaks at a nice restaurant and shit. Like I'm like, oh hell yeah, that's just lit. Enjoying <laughs> life. Even even looking forward to that more than the fight, to be Man. honest. Hell yeah. To that first meal. Man. It's like a first day out meal. <clears throat> hey, <laughs> especially especially after especially after a dub. Come on now. Oh, it tastes even better. <laughs> Man, uh yeah, I'm I'm excited for this card. Um there's some dang good fights and you know, one dimension. Uh, an 806 uh, fighter that you know started his career here in uh, here in good old Plainview, Texas, with Extreme. My uncle Tommy, uh, Raw Rosas Jr., uh, making his UFC debut. Man, youngest UFC fighter in history. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wild the bro. dude is very skilled. Uh, he is a damn problem. And uh, I got this. I got I got my boy winning for sure. KO. Yeah, I mean, KO submission. He's what 17, 18 years old. Yeah, right. 17. 17. And he uh I saw some some interviews. He wants to be a champion by 20. By 20. Yeah. 
But but I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I think this like incredible athlete. He's gonna. I think he wins this fight for sure against Jay Perrin. But this is a bantamweight weight division we're talking about. This is probably one of the hardest divisions. This is Aljamain Sterling, Shane O'Malley, Peter Yan division, Jonathan Martinez division. Yeah. So I mean, he can talk that talk, but I mean, you know, talk that yeah. talk, you know. You know, oh, he, yeah, he's, he's definitely gonna have, he's definitely gonna have to pay his dues in the UFC. Yeah, he got you know, shit. His... Shit's not just given. Um, mm-hmm. he's gonna have to rack up some wins, and um, you know, I mean, just like uh, just like any other fighter, you start racking up wins, you start gaining respect. You start gaining respect, well, you're gonna get some better fights. Yeah, and uh, all he all he that's all he's gonna need. But hey, it starts here. It starts now. Yeah, uh, come I Saturday, mean... it's on. Yeah, being 18, that's crazy. We're just talking about Patty, the young and upcomer. This is literally young and up and comer. Uh, UFC debut. I think he has a lot of hype right now to live up to. Oh, it's yeah. pretty tough to I say. Do. It's pretty tough to say, you know, being as young as he is, but he has a lot of hype there to live up a, to right now. a rare submission attempt that he put um, in the Dana um, Contender Series. Uh, he put his, uh, his opponent in, like, a rare submission attempt with the leg. And um, everyone was just like mind blown on the fact that this seventeen-year-old kid just put this grown-ass man, in, yeah, in a leg submission and almost and almost had it. Um, but he, I mean, even at that, you know, Raw controlled that whole fight. Um, and that after I seen that fight, I was like, okay, that that's this guy. He's ready. He's ready for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Danny even said, "Get that man a contract." Yeah, I mean, for Dana to come out and say, hey, personally, here you go. Here's a contract. I mean, that says a lot about you, to be honest. Oh, yeah. But sure, sure. I think, yeah 17, man. Shit. Yeah. I mean. Well, I, I was worried about fucking. I don't even know what I was doing at 17. Man, we're, what, seniors? Seniors? High school? Bullshitting. Stressing about, stressing about sports and, and college. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Man, but hey, this this dude got career. this dude got the most cauliflower ears I've ever seen. <laughs> oh my god, been fighting all his life. That's been fighting. wild, dog. Them fighting ears. There's them fighting ears right there. He's a fighter, but I mean, he got it, it's it's tough, especially being this young, because everybody's gonna consider you a kid. Oh, everybody's yeah. gonna consider you a kid, yeah. and that's what that's what I think. One I think you brought it up like. Got to give them the show and earn this respect. They're not going to respect you, so go give it to them. Yeah, Make good. them. Make them respect you. I ain't no I, kid. I mean, Biggie, you said he, he wins. Uh, rounds? Full rounds or TKO submission? No, this thing is TKO submission. Uh, I think Raw Rosas, you know, he he uh, he stated that his favorite fighter um, is a uh, old Lowry. And he loves the way that he went in and, and goes for the finish every time he steps in that cage. And he said that's exactly what he's going to go do. He's going to go for that finish. Yeah, yeah. or three in, what, five of his six uh six fights, they've come submission or TKO, mostly by submission, and only one yeah. by a unanimous decision. Yeah, so. he's he's very skilled on the ground, very skilled on the ground. Um, I remember uh, seeing him, you know, at my uncle's gym uh, when he was a kid training and – his dad was a fighter. His dad was uh, would fight, you know, with extreme, and his dad uh um, was MMA and boxing, and uh, always seen, you know, him running around, uh, fucking hitting the mitts. Uh, damn, this little kid's gonna be a problem. Sure enough, dude's in the UFC at seventeen years old. Seventeen. No, wild man. <clears throat> I think uh, I see a submission win. 
Yeah. I see a submission win, and I see a performance of the night submission. Submission of the night. Ooh, start his career off with that fifty racks. He got to keep. Is he in the? Is he in the prelims or early prelims? He's, he he is main the, event. Of main the event of the prelims. Main, main event in the prelims. Yes. Uh, uh, I mean that's that's cool. that. I mean for your debut, main event of the prelims. Now. Hey, that's 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 lit. I mean, <laughs> and, that, and that's, that's hey, go get your that's respect, comes, man. Yeah, and that, and that's where the pressure comes. Mm-hmm. So hey, we're we're gonna see how how he can handle it. You know, being young. Being all this hype, that's why I think he comes out and gives a performance of the night. He's hype. He wants to make a name. Wants to show some. Hey Dana, this is why you brought me. Yep. I'm finna. Yeah. We want to be a champ at what? Twenty. At twenty. All right. Twenty. All right. All right. Let me see it. Oh, let me see it. Hey boy, uh, <laughs> that's it, man, bro. What if he does? It. That's wild. That's insane if he does that. Man. <laughs> very possible, man. Hey, oh, very, 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 very come true. And if you want it, you go get it. Mm-hmm. For sure, man. But uh, we'll be watching this Saturday night to have Biggie's house at our Christmas party. So that's gonna be very fun, very fun to to watch for sure. Seeing the seventeen year old go to war. So oh yeah. But we'll get into some uh, NCAA, man. The NCAA season is finally over, man. Uh, sheesh, it flew by, man. It flew by, and mm. but I'm excited that Texas Tech is in the bowl game, man. Going to the Texas Act. Texas Bowl, December 28th in a Houston Texans H Town. We are going bowling. Miss. We're yeah, going man. bowling, baby. Yes, sir. Hey, let's go bowling. That's what we wanted, man. Go bowling. <laughs> yeah. That's what you want. all year to go bowling. All year. Came down to the last game of the season to go bowling. Yep. <laughs> last game of the season. Man, and what a big win to earn a great opponent. Yeah. Uh, guys. It can't get better. I mean, it can't get better. But Ole Miss, come on! That's a, I this mean, is big. This is huge. This is yeah. huge. This is a huge game. Mm-hmm. You know, Lane Kiffin, Ole Miss. All right. I mean, For this episode, boys, let's put the pride aside. Let's put let's put the fandom down. How does this game go? And what do y'all think on it? I'm not gonna lie. I'm a big Jackson Dart, Lane Kilfin fan. Ole Miss, I love their colors. You know, uh, I just SEC. That's SEC school, and they competed all year. Um, to be honest, and the spread's only at four. Uh, but I think I think I'm sad to say, it hurts to say. I've been saying it all week that Ole Miss is gonna win. They're gonna beat us, and you know, I just don't think we have enough star power there to compete yet. To be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah, um, I will point out some some you know small small statistics. Uh, statistics. Um, Ole Miss is ranking seventh in the nation on offense um, per game in the run. They got a solid run game, and we all know the Texas Tech Red Raiders struggle with the run. Mm-hmm. Um, that's going to be huge uh, in this game. You know who who knows where this game goes if uh, Ole Miss got that run game going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I've been rolling Ole Miss all year. They've been catching me out, making yep. me some coin for sure. Because like you said, I'm a big Lane Kiffin fan, Jackson Dart, dog. You put them two together. Ole Miss, SEC, SEC is just, just tough. And if you compete in the SEC like they have, I mean, you know, something serious, Biggie, like you said, the stats, stats, you know, men lie, women lie, but numbers don't. Mm-hmm. And you, you said it right there, and takes got to show up. You know, there's not two high-powered offenses. 
it's gonna be it could be tough. Uh, Ole Miss had a, had a stretch at the end where they kind of, you know, lost three in a row, kind of lost it a little bit, but it's Ole Miss still. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's still Ole Miss. Is a young young QB too. It's still Ole another Miss. Cra- another crazy stat. Uh, Ole Miss is ranking twenty first in third down percentage with Texas Tech. Uh, struggling on third, struggling to get a, uh, you know, to get a team off the field on third down. To get off the field, it yep. is gonna be big. It's gonna be big here. Uh, I mean, the shoot, they were selling tickets to this game. Uh, well, I think yesterday, the other day, fifty dollars for for student tickets. Uh, there's, I think there was still like three hundred. There was like six hundred people online at eight in the morning to get these tickets. Uh, yeah, in the rain. And, and that, that, that. In the rain. Yeah. Saw that. In the rain. Yeah. And that, that's a huge thing because it's going to be a home game for Tech, especially being over here in Houston. Oh, yeah. It's for sure going to be a home game for Tech. And they, they have that on their side. They do let, have that on their side. Let, it, let us let us hit some bets. Let us let, let the coins come home. We might end up out there at NRG. Yeah, I ain't got to lie. If I wasn't going to Nashville, bro, I'd be there. I would have got my. T- I would have been at, in line at 7 in the morning in the rain getting my ticket. <laughs> it's it's definitely a game you don't want to miss. I mean, Texas Tech is getting their opportunity to go against the powerhouse team in Ole Miss. I mean, yeah. it's going to be big. Any any but, SEC team you can go against is, is huge. I mean, I'm I'm I mean I, I said it, I'm on Ole Miss. Who are y'all on? I mean, Mike just said it. Uh, your mama lies. Uh, a lot of people lie, <laughs> but numbers don't. Um, I'm gonna be on Ole Miss on that drop four. Uh, sad to say. Yeah. Well, I take that I mean, back. We'll just we'll see that week. See we'll see week. how we feel. We see how we we'll feel. See right. We'll see that week. You know? Right now, uh, I'm feeling on Miss. Right now, right now. I mean, heavy, yeah, we're feeling on Miss right now. But we'll, if, yeah. that, if if public is heavy on Ole Miss, um, hey, might might got might swing might swing with my Red Raiders here. Well, well I mean, when speaking on Red Raiders, Red Raiders on the QB situation, Donovan Smith has entered the transfer portal. So um, we were that we're right about that. So it's going to be Tyler or Baron. Uh, leading this team so yep it's that's huge um both leaders both damn damn good quarterbacks uh i'm confident in either one of them to go out there and get us a dub but i think i think uh shuck i think shuck hey here's another opportunity prove yourself yep facts yep i mean here's another opportunity opportunity rises you take it yep you ain't got a choice if you're finna if you're thinking about leaving this is this is where you get that get those teams to come knocking at your door. Mm-hmm. Go win this bowl game against Ole Miss. That's mm-hmm. huge. Yeah, for sure. I yeah. see. I mean, I Chuck for sure is going to be be in it this this game and going to be leading the team for sure. Mm-hmm. If Baron touches the field, I'll be shocked. But I think it's just Tyler Shucks Tyler Shucks game to to win or lose. Yeah, it's got to be Tyler Shucks game. Got to be. I mean, we saw as soon as as soon as the the, the bowl game came out, we said, "Ooh." Ole Miss. Yeah, Ole Miss. Oh, oh, Ole Miss. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I would have rather seen FSU. That's a little. Hey, <laughs> I'd rather see North Carolina. No, nah, I don't know. I don't know about that one over there. North Carolina, nice too. That's a. That's Man. a little scary. That's a little scary out here. But yeah, I mean, we'll see. It's early. I mean, we got a whole month to prepare. You know. Uh, so who knows? And the line line might change. It's only at four right now. So, like, and then it's gonna be a home game also. So for Tech. Yeah. I think I think people hammer Ole Miss. People hammer Ole Miss. I think so. If eighty, per, I'm gonna tell you right now, eighty percent. I see eighty percent of money coming in on Ole Miss. Give me the Red Raiders. Yeah, I see the over under on this game too. Is at 70, 70 Holy and a half. Shit. 
So they're predicting Tech to go in there and score some points. A good old West Texas shootout. Good old West Texas shootout. That's That's 35 a team. That's just scoring nonstop. (laughs) That's wild. I mean. That's, that's a, a that, that's a very that's a high number right there. <laughs> that's right. And, and I ain't touching it either. <laughs> that is a high high. That's wild. Don't talk about scary. That, that that's that's up there. That's scary. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, I'm excited, man. Uh, to see what happens, you know. Hopefully, next year Tech will be an even better bowl, even win more than seven games. So compete for the twelve, man. Compete, compete, like this. Compete. For I mean, the they 12. they what finished fourth. In the yeah, Big 12 this year? First time since 09. I mean, that's like, huge. I think first that's time L on Texas and OU. Texas and OU since 09. So. I, <laughs> I saw them and I said, I said, fourth place Texas Tech. I said, hey, I didn't even know we was that close. Me neither. Man, for real. But, I mean, I mean, we do that got... right there. Um, I mean, that, that just takes us right into this college football playoffs, boys. Yeah. JD. Yeah, college football playoff, man. Yeah, okay, let me get these rankings on real quick. I know um, Georgia, number one. Michigan at two. TCU State at three. Ohio State enters at four. And you got Bama and Tennessee. USC dropped way at, down to 10. So, do y'all, first and foremost, do y'all see these standings? Do y'all agree with these standings and how they are right now? Oh, yeah, I agree 100%. Um, this is how it should have been done, and it, they perfected it. They didn't miss a beat on this. Mm-hmm. Um, for people to even say USC should have stayed in, mm-hmm. you're a bozo. Stop. I, I mean, okay. but I mean, TCU didn't fall out, and they lost in the, champ- the uh, conference championship. Okay, you TCU had a much better, much better season than than USC. For but USC, how? How? for yeah. USC, you only got in because Ohio State lost to Michigan. Okay. Michigan's nice. Michigan's nice. Though. Michigan's nice. Michigan's two in the <laughs> nice. nation. Nice. So yeah. it was Mike, do, you, win. Do, you, do you agree with these as well? I do. I do. I mean, USC lost twice to the same team. Yeah. First time by one. This last time blowout. I can't believe it. Blowout. In a must-win game. Like how in a must-win game. Come on now. Blowout. This is your game to lose, and y'all lost it. Mm-hmm. Especially the way it is. So I I agree. That USC should have been out. I agree with these rankings. Of course, one and two, no doubt, 13 0, 13 0. For sure. But I mean, first off, three, four, I'm going to take the one loss teams. TC lost in the championship. Yeah. Tough game to, to K State. It's a Big 12 championship. Barely Tough lost. Game. One yard away. That's it. Mm-hmm. One loss. Ohio State, who did they lose to? Michigan, number two in the nation. I agree with it. Bama should not have been in. I just, I just, I just go off to win losses. Yeah. Yeah. I just go off the win losses. And even Tennessee. You can, talk, you can say strength of schedule, this, that. I'm just going off win and losses. You, yeah. I mean, 13 0, 12 and 1. I mean, 12 and 1, 11 and 1. That's, that deserves to be in the playoffs, especially with the outsiders looking in. Bama, two losses. Tennessee, two losses. Clemson. I think, I think they got it right. Yeah. I think they do. For sure. For sure. Yeah. So now looking into these games, you got the Peach Bowl, Georgia opening up a seven point spread versus Ohio State. Um, to be honest, this to me, it's kind of low for how good Georgia is and how okay Ohio State is. I mean, I don't know. We'll see. C.J. Stroud, obviously, Heisman, both of the quarterbacks, Heisman Trophy candidates. I mean, what are y'all's thoughts on this game here, Biggie? Man, um, this is one of those where, hey, Ohio State, you got your opportunity. 
you got blessed that Caleb that Caleb got hurt and yeah. USC, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. popped out. Yeah. Uh, here's your opportunity. You're in. And hey, I don't know if they got they got it in them to beat Georgia, but I do think that they they give them a damn game. This game comes down to the fourth quarter, and uh man, I just it's up to CJ Stroud. I mean, can he be that dog that 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 you know? Yeah. That you that you really haven't been this year. Um, yeah. Don't get I mean, me wrong; he's been a dog, but when it comes down to it, you gotta be clutch in these in these big games. these big games these big big games. games yes, and every big game they've been in has been a damn fight. Um, he, yeah. they don't they don't blow big games out. They don't know how to how to how to win those. And you know Georgia, on the other hand, they're loaded. Their defense is absolutely raw. They, they have they multiple everybody. NFL starters on that defense. Um and on that offense, they're they're solid all around, and uh, they handle business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, good teams they're... win, great teams cover. That's it. That's Georgia it. is a great team. Great team. I mean, defending champs, undefeated season again, number one, the clear favorite again. I mean, just is it, is it a repeat of what of of what happened last year? Do they dominate again like they did? Mm-hmm. I mean, Ohio State. They faced a tough defense in Michigan, and now they're facing an even tougher defense in in, in Georgia. Yep. Yeah. And CJ Stroud come out here. If you're a Heisman candidate, I think you you know it. Like, hey, you got to act like it. You got to act like it. You got to act. Big time players make big time plays in big time games. Mm-hmm. It's that. It's that simple. What more of a big game in Georgia? Tough game. I think it's just it's really tough. But man, Georgia's too good. They're too good right now. They're on both sides of the ball. Well, even special teams. I mean, even everywhere, everywhere they're dogs. You know, everywhere. That's why they're defending champs, and that's what. That's why they're the clear favorite. Yeah. Well, shoot, last year they had five, five starters on defense going the first round, and I yeah. think this year they do it again. <laughs> do it again. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> we got we got one of them on on, on green in Green Bay right now. Yeah, hey, exactly. Yeah. So I think he's I think he's leading Quay Warrior. He's leading the damn rookies and tackles. Mm-hmm this season yeah. so that just shows like georgia just comes with that talent they just and come the with way, that talent and the way they they dog walked lsu like yeah you they just absolutely they treated them like little boys uh, this georgia team is just too good and i don't i mean i love a hostage i like fucking cj stroud but georgia wins this game boys yeah. a 50 burger in a championship game ah damn yeah it's, Georgia's uh, them for sure. Georgia wins. Yeah. All it is, all it is, is, is really Ohio State's offense versus Georgia defense. Because that's the only way that Ohio State will win this game, is if their offense scores points when Georgia doesn't. Mm-hmm. Because you know, Georgia's gonna stop them. But what can you do, and especially on the defense? Stetson's a dog too. Yep. Another Heisman candidate too. So another Heisman candidate versus Heisman candidate. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so I guess I'm guessing we're all on the. UGA. I think I yeah, think so. I think we're all we're all on the dogs on the bulldogs. Sorry to our Ohio State listeners, you know. <laughs> uh wish we could ride with you, but right, leaving you Sorry. at the bus station. So getting into this other game, the Fiesta Bowl, number two, Michigan, opening up at seven and a half point Pravens over the Big Twelve TCU Horn Frogs. Mike, uh do you agree? I mean, this Michigan team is a dog. Hey man, I, I, dog. I love I love Michigan. I'm always a Michigan fan. Every <laughs> year, every year I'm a Michigan fan. And the way TCU just lost us, had to lose us the coin last week. 
it just made me even want to be on Michigan even more. Yeah. I mean, Michigan, Michigan's Michigan. Their defense has been rolling. Jim Harbaugh, the offense is starting to roll right now, too. They're just like Georgia, both sides of the ball. TCU, they had their flaws in this in this championship game, in this Big 12 championship game, and that's what cost them. That's what cost them. Uh, they do have the offense to compete. They do, but can the defense, you know, stop them, stop Michigan in, in this as well? I mean, I think TCU is good, and they're good because they have the offense to keep up with teams. If their defense isn't there, well, they have the offense to do it. Can they do this against Michigan and Michigan's defense? That's the question. I think I think Michigan controls this game. I think they're number two for a reason. They're dogs. This how they've been number two. I think they I think they handle business for sure against TCU. Yeah, for sure. Thank you. Um, hey, t- uh, two words. Uh, Max Duggan, uh, absolute monster. He's a dog. The kid will put a team on his back for a win. And I think, you know, with this Big 12 championship loss, um, you know, in his pressure, he said all he wanted to do was bring a championship to Fort Worth. Um, that's all he wanted to do. The kid was in tears. You know, I mean, it's it's a hell of a loss because you go the whole season, you know, you're undefeated. Big 12 championship comes around and you fucking you fold, you lose. Um, that's huge. That is huge. And I think uh, – the the lot the taste of a loss it could either affect you two ways you could either learn from it you could eat off of it or you can let it let it kill you and you know you're gonna lose you're gonna keep losing so uh, I think Max Duggan uh I think I think he pulls this one out mm. I think he pulls this one out I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna ride with my TCU Horn Frogs here yeah um I, I they're just this team is a a mirror this. They're that a uh, fairy tale team, you know. Yeah. Everyone has that has that great story, and I think TCU's year is yeah is this year. I think they, this is this is what I was wondering too because y'all two have been on TCU all year. No, I'm not all on year. TCU this game yeah. at all. My Michigan. This game came out. That... JD called me and we talked a little bit. He, all, I mean, off rip was like Michigan. You could have those points. I'm on Michigan. Yep. You know, and I just well, let me see. Let me see. Let me hear. Like my my kid on the money. The, my Michigan offense, as good as their defenses, their offense, they're, I don't know, some click. They're clicking. J.J. McCarthy is doing this thing. He's throwing the ball better than he ever has all year. Yep. Um, on this, And then Blake Corum coming out, you know, he was a Heisman candidate uh, throughout the year. But Donovan Edwards, his backup, is doing this thing. Still rushing for 100 yards. Now, um, TCU, Max Duggan, you know, great. Q- I love the guy. Great QB, one of the best. But he's he's a one man offense. You know, he he carried that the TCE team against Kansas State and it wasn't enough. And that's Kansas State. You know, this is Michigan number two team in the country undefeated. I don't think he's gonna have enough to just, you know, carry the team. Yeah, you got Quentin Johnson, the probably the best receiver in the country, but it's not gonna be enough against this Michigan team. You know, they, they had their run, their story, uh Heisman candidate, uh Sonny Dykes coach of the year. Um, but it's it's not gonna be enough to 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 beat Michigan, I don't think. Yeah, yeah, and like you, I you literally, you literally said it. What you said was perfect. Is that it? Was, that game was on Max Duggan. Mm-hmm. It was either going to be won by him or it was going to be lost by him. Either way, mm-hmm. this Michigan team, you can say somebody will win this game. It's either going to be McCarthy. It can be Edwards. Mm-hmm. There's people on Michigan that can win the game themselves, or even on the defense, even on offense. But TCU's only as good as Max Duggan is. Yep. And that's the problem. That's the problem for TCU 
is they're all on Max Duggan. And we saw last last week against K State, he threw that pick in the end zone. Mm-hmm. And what and what what ended up happening? They ended up really losing him the game. Yep. And they didn't get to score on on, on fourth down to to in overtime too. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, it's either you can't just win or lose off off one player. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's a heart and soul, and he I, I mean like he he carried that team to come back against Kansas State, but make a serious noise for the Heisman as well. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Huh? Oh yeah, especially carrying you know like they like like y'all say carrying TCU all the way to this spot right here. So, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I think I think TCU competes. I don't think they. I don't think they get rolled up. That, that's I don't I don't know if they win, but I think they compete and I think they cover the spread. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully, I mean, I, it's TCU. I, I mean, we've been we've been rooting for them all year. It's just, you know, yeah. hey, this this it's time. This is college football playoff. This ain't Big Twelve football. This is college football playoff. So, yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> it's all or nothing. It's yeah. all or nothing now. This winner go home. Exactly. So I mean, speaking of Heisman, you know, we got Stetson Bennett, quarterback Georgia. Max Duggan, quarterback TCU. Won the O'Brien Award with the best quarterback in the country. C.J. Stroud, quarterback Ohio State. Caleb Williams, quarterback USC. Won the Walter Camp Award, the best college football player of the year. So, I mean, sheesh. Who, let me read y'all these stats real quick. Just speaking off these stats, y'all don't know who they are. I'm not going to say the names. Just off these stats, uh, who would y'all pick? So, the first one, 4,070 yards, 4,075 Yards passing, 37 touchdown passes, four interception. Second one, 3,340 yards passing, 37 touchdowns, six interceptions. 331 yards passing, 30 touchdowns, four interceptions. 3,425 yards passes, or passing yards, 20 touchdowns, and six interceptions. Which one's the outpick? pick? I'm going to go... Uh... I'm trying to figure out which one's Max Duggan. <laughs> um, think he's probably the one that you like least expected to be Max Duggan. I think 37 touchdowns. Um, got it. Fuck. Okay, so which one? The 4,000 yard pass or 4,075 or 3,330? How I much mean, rushing yards do these these? It's just, it's just passing yards. Just passing okay, yards. Okay, just passing yards. Okay. Um, I mean, if you're going off numbers, you have to go with the four thousand yards. Yeah, I mean, if you're going off straight numbers, yeah, you, have you have to go with the four thousand yards. That's gonna be CJ Stroud, I believe. No, that's no, Caleb. I, I, that's Caleb. It's Caleb. It's Caleb. Oh shit! I knew it was Caleb. Ah <laughs> oh, hell! But the yeah, thing the about dude that's painting his nails. Yeah, hey, he, he, won, he won College Football Player of the Year. Yeah. Oh man! I mean, like you said, we like we said, everybody can lie. Mama, your mama can lie, but numbers don't. Numbers, numbers are there. Lie. But man, at this at in this, I think you can't just go off numbers. You have to go about what they you gotta did. go off wins. You gotta go about the wins and what they did for their team. Caleb, I mean, he got hurt, and that's tough to say. Yeah. But you can't lose twice to the same team. You can't paint your nails saying fuck this other team and get <laughs> blown out the Bro. way that you did. <laughs> that right there is taking your Heisman away. Mm-hmm. Honestly, because we said it last week, he needs a Heisman can like th- this is where you win the yeah, Heisman. You're, you're right. This is yeah. where you sell the committee. This is where the, you say, "Hey, I'm the Heisman. Give me the trophy right now." And he can, he couldn't do it. He couldn't do it. Dude had the worst game of his, I think, of his career. Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. I mean, so throws, he was missing receivers left and right, injury or not. If you're hurt, get out the game. So, I mean, main, you're hurting your team by staying yeah. in. So, the main question is you look at everybody's numbers, what they've done, who gets it? Who do y'all choose? I'm still, I'm I going mean, with the college football player of the year. I'm going with the quarterback player. I mean, the quarterback of the year, and that was Max Duggan. Um, I'm going to ride, ride Max Duggan. The kids, um, I mean, had an undefeated season going through the Big 12, went to Texas, went through OU, went through, I mean, had so many tough games um, and then had almost had the Big 12 championship. They did, the coach, uh, still, it's a questionable call to this day. Why didn't y'all run a QB power, QB sneak on the one yard line? And that might right there could have won him the Heisman Trophy um, with the right play call. Um, He has carried this team. He is the heart and soul of this offense. They're explosive. He is the reason for it all. And not just that, but the, the leadership and the heart that that kid has. Um, I, if it's my decision, I, I'm going to hand that trophy to Max Duggan. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, I can see why you say Max Duggan. Like we said, we said he carried this team. He mm-hmm. carried his team to this point. You can, you can say that, but Caleb Williams player of the year. Yeah. Stats don't lie. He really brought USC back to relevancy because they haven't really been yeah. that great these past few years, like they should have been. You know, Lincoln Riley, of course, but Caleb Williams actually brought this team back, and he they all relied on him, his, even on the feet. I'm going to go with the, the arm, the, the arm stat that he got, plus that he can run. Yeah. I don't think Max can run like him. Mm-mm. So he's more, of a, he's more of a dual threat than Max. That's why I would give it to Caleb. He's more of I think he more deserves to be the Heisman. No, yeah, I agree. I agree. You hit it right on the money. He came, bro. He's the first USC Heisman candidate since Reggie Bush in 05. Yeah. So I mean, he he, you hit it right on the money. He brought the USC team back into relevancy, and you know yeah. had a chance to to ultimately make the college football playoff. But I mean, yeah, you have Max Duggan, this and this, he's good. I, I get you, Biggie, but numbers don't lie. Numbers do not lie. Hey, they don't. They don't. Uh, how much? Okay. How many touchdowns did Max Duggan throw? Uh, let me see. Thirty-six. Thirty-six with how many yards? No, he had thirty passing TDs. Three thousand. Three hundred twenty-one. Okay. And Caleb had thirty seven more passing TDs and a thousand more passing yards than him. With so. the same amount of interceptions. Yeah, four TDs. Yep, four INTs. Yep. Damn. Yep. Caleb might have this one bagged up, boys. So, and I honestly, I'm, uh, to give you my order, I'm gonna go Caleb, CJ, Max, Stetson, in that order. When you're picking, when you're picking a Heisman, Heisman winner, I mean, uh, do you go strictly off stats here? No, you go off, you go off everything. Yeah, yeah. But if we're going off I everything, mean, does he win it then? I mean, I think so. Yeah. 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 I still think he does. No, you, you hit it right on the money, Mike. You, I was, I mean, that was a good, great sell job. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, I think for sure, um, runner up. I mean, CJ Stroud. I don't think he really made any mm-hmm. noise that he was supposed to mm-hmm. make this year. I don't think so. I don't think he. I, you know, Stetson Bennett. Come on, dog. You had a good defense. Stop. Hey, he's he's still here. I don't know how, but he's he here. Is, he is. <laughs> I think he, I think this is kind of this is kind of one where you gotta. You're just like, hey. 
We have to give it to this guy. Because the number one team, somebody has to be a Heisman candidate for them. Why don't we just pick Stetson? He's not going to yeah. win, but we'll just pick yeah, him. He's fourth. Hey, he's fourth I mean, automatically. He's I'm fourth. Pay trip and a PJ to, to New York. Yeah, he's like, I'm just here for the trip, bro. Yeah, I'm here for the, I'm just here for the trip. Bro, he's the Every oldest day. one, bro. He's 25. Max is 21. CJ, 21. And Caleb is 20. And, and I saw, a, I saw a, a thing the other day that said, him and Lamar Jackson were born in the same year. <laughs> this dude's still in college playing, and Lamar got here winning MVP. <laughs> Lamar already won an MVP in the NFL. He's over here winning MVPs, <laughs> and Stetson's worried about the Heisman. Oh, hey man, hey, he got it, but he still he did his thing. He got his degree. He got a master's degree. You know, he's shit. He might win a oh. freaking college football playoff championship. You know, Heisman. Oh, I mean, that's it's a great, great career. Hey, give him props because. Cool. Not Football's many, not a, many people stay in school to get their degree and do all this stuff, you know. So football's a football's a hobby to this man right now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, enjoying <laughs> it. He know he's set. Like after this, even if I, if I go pro or not, I'm set. Yeah, yeah, that's that's funny. <laughs> but that's yeah, crazy. Hey, that is this, crazy. This is also going on Saturday night. We'll be watching as well at Biggie's house. So I guess we'll we'll see yeah, what happens. Let's, let's see who wins it. <clears throat> yeah. Now we'll get into some NFL. Got to hand it off to my boy Mike and that Talk That Talk Top 5. All right, Talk That Talk Top 5 this week. Let's get it going. Starting us off again this week at number 5 is the Dallas Cowboys. It was a surprisingly close game on Sunday night, until the fourth quarter, that is. A close game turned into a blowout real quick as the Dallas Cowboys scored more points in one quarter than 25 other teams did total on Sunday, blowing out the Colts 54-19. Dallas looks for their 10th win as they host H-Town this Sunday. Coming in at number four is the Kansas City Chiefs. Superman Pat Mahomes has seemed to find his kryptonite in Joe Burrow and the Bengals, as the Bengals beat the Chiefs for the third time in the past year, 27-24. Although taking a drop from number two, the Chiefs still have the number one scoring offense in the league and look to prove that this Sunday as they traveled a mile high against a tough defense in the Denver Broncos. Get the table. Making their way back into the rankings at number three is the Buffalo Bills. The Bills finally secured the division win by going into Foxborough and beating the New England Patriots 24-10. Despite playing without top pass rusher Vaughn Miller, who suffered a knee injury in a Thanksgiving win, the Bills are back atop the AFC and look to stay there as they face the New York Jets. In at number two this week, Skull, skull, skull. The Minnesota Vikings. Justin Jefferson's touchdown catch with 8.33 left gave the Minnesota Vikings enough of a lead to hang on for a 27-22 victory, despite a relentless rally by the New York Jets on Sunday. Vikings look to be the first team to clinch their division with the win versus the Detroit Lions. And no surprise here for our number one team, the Philadelphia Eagles. It was an MVP statement and a revenge game all rolled into one. Jalen Hurts made his case for MVP, throwing for 380 and three touchdowns, and it was all about revenge for A.J. Brown as he goes for 100-plus and two touchdowns versus his former team in the Tennessee Titans. Miss me, I know that hurt to hear and see that. Philly looks for the win number 12 as they face a division opponent in the New York Giants. And that is your Talk That Talk Top 5, brought to you by 825 Designs. Yes, sir. Solid time. Here we go. Solid, solid. Here we go. 
Top five is always fire. Always. I mean, shout out, shout out. To, you know, Biggie had a little help in there, had a little flavor in there. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. I had to. Man. Y'all doing y'all staying over there, man. I had to. I see y'all. Y'all see y'all staying. So. <laughs> but, without further ado, man, let's get into so our teams. Uh, get into Biggie first. Uh, tough man. <laughs> tough. Tough. I mean, I will let you start. Go ahead. I mean, week in, week out, it doesn't get tougher. Um, the oh, Broncos. I think this week, I think that you can't go lower than you did this week. Oh, you no. have to, it's, it's only up from here, Biggie. It got to be. This topped it. This topped it right here. Um, the Broncos went on the road and played the played the Baltimore Ravens. Um, last week on the pod, we were saying it was going to be ugly, and well, it was the last thing from ugly. It was beautiful on the defensive side. Uh, the Denver Broncos only allowed three points the whole fucking game. Russell Wilson did not put up a single touchdown. Nobody put up a single touchdown as McManus drilled three field goals for us, putting up nine points. Uh, we're leading the game nine to three, full game, last two minutes. What do we do? What do we do the most? We don't know how to close out a game <laughs> or seal the deal. Uh, Ravens go on a 98-yard drive to win the game 10-9. to nine. Man. With 30 seconds left, bro. 30 seconds <laughs> yeah. left. When I saw Lamar went down, I said, oh, yeah. Oh, exactly. Broncos got exactly. this. I said the same thing. Broncos got this. Yeah. It comes down to uh, – it comes down to – I mean, it's simple. It comes down to third downs, and it comes down to scoring some damn touchdowns. And the Broncos don't know how to score right now. They don't know how to score any points. Um, I mean, I've been saying for weeks that – it's going to get better, but it doesn't. And I don't know who it is. It's either Hackett or Russ or it's both, but fuck, it's, this shit's old already. I don't know if I could do it anymore. I mean, <laughs> now you're now you're going against the freaking best team, yeah. one of the best now teams this in the AFC uh, against the Chiefs. We got a 13-game winning streak going against us. Uh, the Chiefs have won 13 straight against the Denver Broncos. Um, and we look to – Snap that winning streak this uh this week, um as they come to mile high, as a nine and a half point favorite. Uh, Denver Broncos, you got nothing to lose. Um, all you, I mean, the 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 fans want to see a win. Denver, the the fans want to see a win. I'm sure, the fucking new owners want to see a win. Um, hey, you got nothing to lose. That's all I gotta say about my team right now, man. We're <laughs> we're we're drowning in piss right now. <laughs> <laughs> I feel man, I, it's tough. Yeah, I thought you had the win man. locked, locked. No, I was so excited locked. all day Sunday. I was like, hell yeah, I can't wait to talk about this on the pod. We came and shut these dudes out as a nine and a half point favorite and nothing. Yeah. I mean, I was I was watching the Packers game and sure enough they do a game break and it's the fucking Ravens scoring and 30 seconds left. I said, Oh, oh I don't want to I don't even <laughs> want to know what Biggie's doing right now. I don't. Uh, poverty. I feel bro. for you, man. I feel for you. Poverty. Well, Mike, I mean, y'all, y'all had a bounce back game against the, the Bears. You know, the owner Aaron hey. Rodgers had him had himself a little comeback game. He had to. He had to. It feels good to finally get a win. We've had two of these in the last eight games, so it feels really good. It's tough because we were down the whole time going into the fourth quarter, but I. Mean, Aaron Rodgers is it's just something about Chicago, man. He loves playing in Chicago. It's his second home. It's his second home besides Green Bay. 
tough. I thought we were cooked. I said, oh, man, here we go. Another game. The way we started, Justin Fields broke off for like a 60-yard run. Yeah, that's nice. That was nasty. Yeah. And I said, this is this is how we're going to go. Aaron Jones was, got, was getting hurt. So I said, man, this is going to be a long day. Oh. It's going to be a long game. But sure enough, fourth quarter rally is what did it. And I don't know if it's a spark that we need or what, but it's something. It's something. Something to look forward to, I guess. We're still not out of it uh, until I know we're actually out of it, out of it. We still got a shot. I mean, we're about two, three games back from from the wild card. I'm glad the wild card is three three spots now because it gives us a better chance now this year because mm-hmm. the Vikings are about to go clinch if they can pull it off against Detroit. They're about to clinch the division on Sunday. So division's out of there. I'm looking at wild cards us, and hopefully we can do We're going to need some help. We got to win out. And it's tough because, you know, looking at our games remaining, we got to buy this week, come back, face the Rams, face the Dolphins, Vikings, Lions. Mm-hmm. The only way we get in is we finish 9-8, and eight, finish above 500, and hopefully have some help. Uh, is it some momentum? Is it something that can spark something? Is it a little bit too late? I guess we'll see. I see it maybe being a little too late to get going. I think there's some games that we should have had earlier in the season that we had that should have been for sure wins that we didn't win. And that's going to come back to bite us. That's going to come back and hurt us. And hopefully, you know, some miracles do happen and Packers find a way in. Just get in. Just yeah. sneak in. Hey, man, and this week is your bar week, so. Yeah, I mean, healthy it's, been a long, relax. it's been a long time coming. Some people need to get healthy. Get healthy. Relax. And, I mean, I wish it would have been sooner to take a break during this little doing streak that we had. I wish our bar would have been sooner, but I don't make the schedule, so. It is what it is. You gotta you gotta adjust. Four games, you gotta remain perfect. It's either you gotta win out or, or you know, Jay Love, it's your time. Shut down Aaron Rodgers, shut down the season. Just you know, heal that thumb. And let's just look forward to next year. Yeah. Well so at least you got a draft to look forward to. Sheesh. Yeah, but unless unless we went out and then fucking we're nine and eight and we're sitting in the middle. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> Wow. But I'm I'm I, I just I I love to be in it. I just you know you just want your team to be in the conversation. Yeah, you, you never know. Playoffs. You, you know? never know. Hey, just hey, you never know what can happen. All you gotta do anything is can happen. Anything, anything can happen. happen. Just, get just get in. So that's all I'm looking forward to. Big game, huge win. Uh, hopefully they keep that momentum rolling after the bye week. Yeah, that's lit, man. You get to relax, stress stress free uh, on Sunday. So. Oh yeah, I'm chilling. <laughs> yeah, but it was good. I mean. uh Winning to get in, I mean, we're in, but I don't know how far we're going to go. You know, uh, A.J. Brown, revenge game against the uh, Tennessee Titans, 100 yards, two TDs. You know, it's a, it hurts. Cause we, That's what we said, man. That's what we said. Do not let this revenge game yeah. happen. And it, and it happened, and then ultimately, you know, we just fired our, our GM. You know, yeah, I, that's... I think this this A.J. Brown trade has a lot to do with it. You know, I sent you that video on Twitter, you know, when that trade happened, you saw Coach Variable got up and he was like, what the hell? Like, there's no way, you know, he was he was valuable to our offense. I mean, I kind of question the timing of it, but then I don't because, you know, this it just happened. You know, A.J. Brown came back and I, I just something something came up because of that. I don't know what what, but it's something because there's no way we just fire our GM after, you know, in the middle of the season and we're leading our division. You know, I'm going to make the playoffs still, but, you know, it hurts. I mean, but when I look at it, when I look over this this firing, you know, um, Coach Vero covered up a lot of his 
lot of John Robinson's moves that he has made. You know, let me read y'all over the last three seasons. You know, our first round picks, we had Isaiah Wilson, no longer in the league. Our second round pick, Dentarian Evans, no longer on the team. Last year, our first round pick, Kayla Farley, that hasn't even played all year. Our second round pick, Dylan Runtz, is a bust. We traded the second and fourth round pick for Julio. Gone. Traded around A.J. Brown. Signed Bud Dupree, and he ain't been doing shit ever since he left the Steelers. We signed Clowney, not even on the team no more. And we cut <laughs> Roger Saffold, which is he's now with the Bills and doing his thing with the Bills. I mean, you look at those transitions over the last three years. Like, what That's the horrible. Fuck? That is so bad. Our first and second round picks aren't even on the team anymore. Like, what the heck? I mean, when I dug, dug into this, you know, I, I see, like, you know, Coach Variable covered up a lot of his mistakes, and now he has a lot more say in what, like, our player personnel is going to be looking at and looking like in the future, which I love. You know, Coach Variable is a dog. But, I mean, it's when I look at those stats I read to y'all, it's just like, what the hell was he doing, you know? Because, yeah. I mean, we had a little Super Bowl uh, window there. You know, we were doing good, make, making the AFC Championship game. But now it's just like it's kind of closing because, you know, we don't we can't keep Derrick Henry forever. Um, you know, Ryan Tannehill is not going to be our QB for much longer, you know? So it just kind of hurts. But, I mean, and it's also our owner, Amy, she was like, this this firing happened because, you know, I see more potential in the Tennessee Titans. I want to win. I want to do more than just consistently make the playoffs and, you know, go one, two rounds and lose. No, I want to, you know, continue to try to win the Super Bowl. And, I mean, you know, it's just it's question, it's questionable, but I, I can see it. And, uh, you know, I just hope something changes and, it, you know, yeah. we get a little spark in our team and, you know, get hot for the rest of the season. So It's just, it's just tough because, like, y'all have been in it. Like it's crazy. Like y'all have been in it somehow, some way. Y'all are in it, and y'all make y'all like y'all are like every year. It's like damn, the Titans are in. They're just hanging around, yeah. but nobody really sees y'all, and y'all are just like under the radar. That's exactly. the perfect thing under the radar. So imagine if all these deals worked out in y'all's favor. If these deals, if these players worked out how they should have gone, do you? I think do y'all have a ring right now? We, I mean, I, I, I probably would see us in the bowl. Who knows? I mean, I mean, it's just, I mean, it's, it's, it's slowly closing little by yeah, little that, that, every yeah. year, and it's just, yeah. it hurts. But, I mean, I, I, I like what Amy's doing. You know, she sees a lot more in, you know, in the Tennessee Times, which I love, you know, because I do. I love this team. This is my team, you know. But, I mean, looking at the rest of the season, we got the Jags, Chargers, Texans, Cowboys, Jags. We win three, four more games. I mean, 11-win 11, 11 season, you know. I mean, I don't know. Hopefully, this changes something because I'm hurting right now. <laughs> I'm hurting. Yeah, and it's crazy. Pain. Yeah, and it's crazy to say that you're hurting and you're in first place in the yeah. division. You don't you know? know pain right now. You don't yeah. know pain. Right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's crazy. Yeah. But, I mean, I mean, maybe it's maybe it's something that y'all needed. Maybe it's something that should have been a sooner. Uh, like you said, it's kind of tough that this is happening when that door is. You kind of see it closing a little bit. Mm. You hate to say it, but you do slowly, you know, see it. So, I mean, maybe it's a spark y'all need, and you're like, "Hey, we don't need this, dude." Yeah, I mean, shit. I mean, y'all, y'all, y'all heard the moves that he's made over the past couple yeah, of years. Crazy. That's, that's, that's bad. Horrible. That's like, horrible. <laughs> I did not know. I did not know it was that bad. I did not know. Bro, that I mean, is horrible. It's it's all coaching. That's why Vabril has a lot more say 
going in the future on who we're going to draft, what players we want to bring in. We need, I mean, last season, we didn't make no fucking offseason moves. We didn't do shit. I mean, I don't know. We got a lot of fix, and hopefully you just, you know, have a freaking magical run like TCU or something. So. <laughs> oh, there you <laughs> go. Hopefully. <laughs> but, yeah, that's my, that's my little rant. You know, I've been waiting to talk about this all freaking oh, since man. it happened. So that was Crazy. my little rant over, you know, the team. And hopefully, you know, Derrick Henry finally breaks out of his slump this weekend against the Jags. And, you know, hopefully uh, he wins. Need it. Yeah, I was about to say, hopefully uh, he does good for Biggie so he can go on and win this uh, this fantasy football league. So <laughs> yeah, I need it. I need it. But, yeah, anyways, now it's time for our favorite segment of the podcast. Betting with the boys. Yes, yes sir. Man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We have to get these coins <laughs> back from USC and TCU. We have boys to. Must return home. They we must have return to. home. Man, we were hot. I do this again. We need to stay hot. We need to get hot again. We were very hot until that happened Saturday. So. I just. That just killed it all, bro. That just killed it all. Sucked the air out of me, bro. It fucking drained my ass. Man. I mean... Talk about pain on the one-yard line. Pain. In shambles. <laughs> we go from a blowout L to losing Bro, it's wild because Friday line. night after the loss, I was like, it's all right. Tomorrow's, tomorrow's the big game. Tomorrow's the max bet. Tomorrow's the... The day of the coins, the most coins come home. Fuck no. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, we got to get hot and we got to start now. It's time to get it going. Let's get it going. Let's get the bags. Let's go get the coins. Yes, sir. So there's only one game going on this weekend in NCAA football, and that is the Army versus Navy game. You know, obviously the last game of the NCAA season. And we are squad riding Navy minus two and a half. And, you know, we'll see what happens. Maybe the overheads finally for the first time in so many years. But, man, <laughs> we'll just enjoy this game, and we're all on Navy this week. So we'll get on to our NFL locks. Biggie, what is your lock for this week? Here we go. I am rocking with the Seattle Seahawks minus four on the spread. Um, the Seattle Seahawks are uh, they're, they're, they're a, a team that's battling right now. Um, they're five and two straight up in their last seven games. They're four and two against the spread in their last six games at home. They know how to play good ball at home. Gino's out there battling, coming off a good win. Give me the Seahawks minus four against the spread. Let's ride. Mike, me a couple weeks ago I took them and they sold me. Bucks sold me. This week I feel it. I'm gonna go with them again this week. Give me the Bucks against the 49ers. 49ers are favorite three and a half. You can say that's a little trappy, but. Their defense is what's giving them these these drop three and a half points against the Bucks, but give me Tom Brady post divorce. This man has won about three in a row, first place in the division, huge uh, fourth quarter win against the Saints past Monday, and Tom Brady does not lose to Ricky. Jimmy G going down forty nine ers hurts, but Brock Purdy does not beat Tom Brady. There's no way Tom Brady lets this happen. I'm sorry, but it just don't. Forty nine ers are good, but 
Brock Purdy's not beating Tom Brady. So I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Tom Brady versus a rookie every single time. Give me Tom Brady. Give me the points for sure. Even a little sprinkle on the money line. Here we go. Sure. Yes, sir. And for me, I'm back again. You know, with the Tennessee Titans. Uh we changed it this week against the Jags. You know, uh you heard my rant a couple of minutes ago. And that's all I gotta say. We it's 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 time. It's now or never. Um, you know. We're going to make the playoffs, but if we're going to make it, I want to compete. I just don't want to make the playoffs. So we turn it around against the Jags. Derrick Henry has a 100-yard game this week. He breaks the four-game streak of not having one. So Tennessee Titans minus four against the Jags. So as always, the teaser. Last week, last week we had a little reverse teaser on us or something. We didn't hit. We didn't hit. But this week, it, it all changes. It all changes. The teaser did not hit this week, last week, but hey, that's last week. This week, we're banging. We're back with a five-team, seven-and-a-half-point teaser. And here we go. Our first leg of the tease, the Vikings versus the Detroit Lions. We're going to be teasing that spread at plus nine-and-a-half. Vikings, plus nine-and-a-half. Second leg, we're going to be rocking with the Bills and the New York Jets over. We're going to be teasing that over down to 35 Bills Jets over 35 for the third leg. We're going to be rocking with the Seattle Seahawks. Hey, if we think they win outright, of course they're going to win outright against the Panthers, but plus four points. Hey, give me that Seahawks plus four. And for the uh, fourth leg, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers plus 11 against the 49ers. There's no way Tom Brady lets this happen. There's no way. And if it does happen, not by 11, not by and for our last leg, we'll be taking this to Sunday Night Ball. We're going to be rocking with the Los Angeles Chargers plus 10.5 against the Miami Dolphins. Again, I'll say it again. Vikings plus 9.5. Bills Jets over 35. Chargers plus 10.5. Seattle Seahawks plus 4. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers plus 11. And that is your five-team teaser. Yes, sir. We hope everyone hits. tells because this is a hit. It's a banger. It's yeah, a banger. I mean, don't let not everybody forget. The week before last week, we hit. We hit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So we're back again. We're back. We locked in. We feel confident. The boys are back. Let's get it going. Yeah. Let's get it going. We're, we're, it's time to get hot. And then time is this weekend. But, oh, yeah. you know, uh, that's it's, it's it for the today's today's episode, man. It's a long one. We had so much to talk about, and it's so much fun, man. I can't wait to hang out with y'all this weekend, boys. Yeah, so, man. It's, it's gonna be a hell of a weekend, hell of a hell of a weekend of fun. And the coins are coming home. The yeah. coins are coming home. Betting with the boys will pay off. I hope everyone tells these picks, and everyone have a great, safe weekend. And as always, hey, let's yeah. ride. Yeah, and uh, yeah. we are dropping some shirts tomorrow or friday so yes y'all please get in that order uh, let us know me mike biggie y'all hit us up on social media y'all follow our social media on everything merch on the way um, it's it's fire it's fire you're gonna want it high quality uh hey i got this order going and the design is fire so tune in tap in let's get your shirt talk that talk Martin Lawrence, I'm a bad boy.
When he got off my ass and got to the cash and got in my bag, boy Please don't think it's sweet, I stay with the heat even though I'm a sad boy You better watch the way you breathe around me for that breath be last, boy